I want you to think about someone in your life that feels very free to share their opinion. Now, just before you start thinking, make sure you think without turning your head and looking at people around the church, okay? Okay, don't do that, okay, because... I will see you and like, um, that won't be good. But like you, you straight away, you can think of some people that, um, offer their opinion quite freely at times. And sometimes the advice may be, it might be good. Sometimes the advice may just be, I already knew that, but you just got to have the last word. And sometimes the, the advice they give can be horrible, but they just like to add their opinion about everything. Now, the thing is like, in, in saying this, like there's, in certain areas, there's people's opinion I want to listen to. If I'm sick, I want to go to a doctor. And for the most part, I'll trust what the doctor says and, and go, okay, yep, well, you've done a scan and you found something that's not meant to be there or something that like, yep, and we looked, scanned your brain and we couldn't find it. Like, okay, that's a problem. Okay. And maybe again, as parents, we go, oh my, my kids have lost their brain today. Maybe a scan would have gone. Yep. We lost it at school. I overworked it and they left it behind. But the thing is, like, at times when we're getting, uh, like, bombarded by people's opinion, at, at, at the, probably at the core of ourselves, each of us have this desire to be right and to have the last say in our own lives. Anyone, like, just sort of give me a bit of a nod, don't put your hand up on this one, but, like, who, who likes to have, going, you know what, I want to decide what's best for my life? Anyone sort of in that position? Like, we don't want to be told what other, by other people what to do. And like, um, and the thing is, that can be both a good thing and a bad thing at times. Because sometimes we get into that mindset where we go, do you know what? I am the expert of all areas in my life and no one can actually offer any advice, opinions, um, directions for that because I'm the best to answer that. And so what ends up happening, we, we end up taking a path that other people have already taken who could speak into our lives. And so today, as we continue this series on the path, now who can remember what we've spoken about over the last few weeks? Anyone want to jump in here? Okay, direction determines your destination from up the front. So anything else? If you're on the wrong path, what do you need to do? Make a course correction. Okay, you've got to sort of go, I can't... If you are going on the wrong path, you... If you continue on that path, you're going to end up in the wrong destination. You can't just go, oh, hopefully the road to, the road to Western Australia will get me to Antarctica. It, it, it's not going to really happen that way unless you're already lost anyway. But anyway, that's, that's your problem to deal with. But the, if you are on the wrong path and you want to get to a, your desti- your, the destination you really want to get to, you've got to make a course correction to get there. And so today we're going to be talking about the idea of, of getting to the place where we get help along the way. And so um, Alison just read that verse from 15.22. Plans fail for the lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. Now, when I say many advisors here, I don't mean your 20 friends who have an opinion about everything and who are offering you advice that even conflicts from each other. Like we, we read the book of Job and, and Job's advisors gave him different advice all over the place. They were shocking. Some of it, and the thing is, some of it sounded good, but was wrong. And I think that's the problem. Sometimes we have people around us who advise us who, who might say, like they may have all the catchphrases, 
You've just got to look after yourself. You've got to, I'll just let it go. And, and, and like, you can't, what, do you, what do you mean by that? And they go, I don't know. That's, that's what I've heard all the time. And so we, we need to go a bit deeper. But, but with many advisors, they succeed. And so we, sometimes we need to get to a point where we need to realize there are things that we don't know. Um, and there's the old joke that um, when, you're, when you're a teenager, you should move out of home then because that's when you know everything. Isn't it? Like that's where you think, oh, mum and dad don't know anything. My teachers don't know anything. Like I know everything that I need to about my life. Move out of home then because you've got all the knowledge in the world. But as you grow older, I, I even went through that stage in my own life where I went, my parents are wrong about that. They've got a wrong opinion about that. They don't know what they're talking about in that area. And then as I got older, I went, oh, maybe they're closer to the mark on that one than I thought. Oh, maybe, um, maybe I actually need to ask them some advice about that. And, and you start realizing as you get into those young adult years and, and you get into those young married years and, and those young family years, you're kind of going, um, I'm actually knowing less and less. So I don't know if my kids robbed me of all my knowledge. Uh, I suppose I could blame them for that. But the thing is, as you start experiencing new things, you're going, I don't know what to do in this situation. And so at this point in time, we, we've got to sort of ask ourselves the question, why don't we seek advice? Oh yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you do some of the work today. What do you think is a part, a part of the answer? Why don't we seek advice? Okay, so we think we're right. We already think we know what we're doing. Okay, yep. Any other ones? We're stubborn? Pride? Oh, oh yeah, you don't want their answer. You don't want that answer. So you're not going to ask because you don't want that answer. Anyone else want to throw something in there? Embarrassment, yep. I don't want other people to know that I'm struggling with this. Okay, sometimes you don't know who to ask for advice. So, and the bus driver that took us to like the shops wasn't the person to ask. Like, um, yeah, so there was a number of different things. Like, so here, here are the ones I've got. We think we already know what we need to know, which is also called ignorance. So if you think you know what you already need to know, just according to my notes, I'm going to step, you're ignorant. Okay. Um, it feels better to have people think we know where we are going than to let them know we don't have a clue, which is called pride. Um, we also then, it's too much work to figure out how to get advice. Laziness. Now, that was not quite where Jimmy was going. Sometimes you just don't know where to go, but sometimes we just don't really want to try to find someone to talk to about. We've got a problem and we go, do you know what? I suppose I could find someone to talk to. I could ask someone to even say, who do you think I should talk to? Can't be bothered. I'll just continue on the path that I'm on and I'm not going to get to the destination that we want. And so it's important for us to, so I suppose, to overcome some of those hurdles to begin with. Because if we get to a point where we have consistent reasons for not asking for advice, what will mean, that will mean in our lives is that we don't ask for advice. We actually will continue to base everything on our own opinion, our own knowledge base, our own maturity level, and that's as far as we'll go. Um, so the thing is, we get to a point we, why we don't seek advice. And the second question I want to ask is why we don't seek advice from wise counsellors. I remember years ago when I first started doing youth work in, in, in our church in Toowoomba and, and, and one of the things at the time, we didn't have any female leaders 
And our youth group at the time was was going through this phase where everyone was dating everyone and it was just, oh, this is, oh, gave me a headache. But the thing is, what would happen, one of the girls and one of the boys would break up and so what would happen at the end of the night, you'd have a group of crying girls and each consoling each other but, but also giving advice. And the advice was horrible. Like, oh, like, and because two days ago, their advice was totally different. Oh, he's the best. He's the greatest. And now, oh, he's a dog. He's, oh, he's a dirty dog. I shouldn't, you shouldn't have even gone out with him. You actually told me to go out with me two days ago. Like, and so you go this. And so what I found to actually intervene in a situation like that was that, okay, this may sound a little bit like bad as a man saying this, but when you have a group of crying teenagers, it, they kind of magnify on top of each other. So, so the first thing I had to do, I had to reduce the size of that. I had to actually reduce the, the wise counselors that weren't wise, the friends of, 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 of the girl that was sad and upset. And, and the thing is, once we got talking, you, you realize, I'd help them realize that, you know what? You're like 12, 13 years old. This is not the end of the world. I know it may feel like that at the moment, but you've got a lot bigger problems even probably before the end of this year or, or before you sort of finish high school. And so taking that unwise advice out of the, the atmosphere gave an opportunity to talk, gave an opportunity for perspective. But we, even as adults, we, we are the same, that sometimes we, we, it's easy to get advice from friends because sometimes our friends will tell us what we want to hear. Like we, we know our friends won't want to hurt us and upset us. And so they'll tell us what we want to hear. And, 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 and sometimes they, they might just be lying to us because they don't want to upset us, but they'll just do that. Um, sometimes we don't seek advice from wise counselors because it's easier to follow the herd. Now, I know none of you guys get caught up with like peer pressure or anything like that. You're not manipulated by media or anything like that. You, you kind of are individual. Um, put up your hand if you've got a smartphone. Oh, no, put them straight up. Come on, own it. Um, not me. I, I'm not following. So the thing is like, I own, a, I own a smartphone. I got caught up with it and went, oh yeah, I want one of those, like just like everyone else. Now, I'm not saying that's a totally bad thing. There's good things about it. There's bad things about it. But when we follow along with the herd and going, oh, the herd says we've got to do this. The herd says we've got to buy this. The herd thinks this way. All of a sudden, we don't think any differently from the herd. They, that's our advising body. Now, the problem is with that, we live in a world where the herd says it's okay to kill babies. It's okay to kill old people. We live in that world. That's the herd mentality in our world. We live in a world where it says it's, you can be whatever you want to be. It doesn't matter how you were born. And the thing is, if you grow up and you follow the herd and you, you buy in or don't engage with their arguments, all of a sudden you are left in a position where you go, I can't think of a reason to not agree with them. And so we follow along with the herd. And sometimes we get to the point, whether good or bad, is that it's easier to copy what our parents did. Like we don't, we don't know why our parents did that for us, but which they did that. I'm going to do that too. Anyone got a phrase that they say now as an adult that their parents used to say to them as a child? I, I actually say, I actually say this to the youth group kids. I don't know if this, I should be saying this at church, confession time. I think that my dad used to say a lot. Still says, "I'll rip your arms off and hit your head over with the hit you over the head with the soggy end." 
Now, I use that at youth group. I use that at home. Um, I haven't done it in a meeting yet. Like, I haven't sort of, but like, it's something that I've picked up. Um, there's other things that like my parents have said that have become part of my vernacular that I've just copied. Now, I'm not saying there are bad things. There could be really good habits that your parents have that you go, I want to, I want to instill that in my life. But sometimes we don't even think why we're doing certain things. And we just do exactly what our parents did. Proverbs 1.5 says, Let the wise listen and add to their learning and let the discerning get guidance. Let the wise listen. So the, the thing is, straight away in this verse, the wise, the people that are seeking knowledge, seeking a better to journey on the path that God, God's got for them, let the wise, the people are already doing that, they haven't made it yet. The wise still need to listen. They need to add to their learning and let the discerning, the ones who understand, get guidance. The thing is, when we stand at a point and say, I don't need any advice, I don't need any help, I don't need anyone to lift me up in my life, we are basically saying, I, ne- I know everything I need to know. Now, if you say that to yourself, according to this Bible verse, you are unwise. And do you know how they put unwise in Proverbs? Fool. If you are not wise, you are a fool. Bible doesn't give us like a lot of options along the way. Some of you might only be a little bit foolish. Some of you might just live there, like I could just set up a home. Like this is where I live. But if we are not wanting to listen and to add to our learning, to seek to get understanding so that we can be guided, we are foolish. And what we need to remember is that, firstly, knowing that you will always need good counsel. So for those people that are in our owls ministry or approaching our owls ministry, you will still need counsel at times. One of the areas you might find you'll need counseling, you get a brand new TV and you've got to bring up your grandkids going, how do I work this thing? And they'll know that. There'll be other areas like you might need counsel because you know one of the things, every year you get older, you get into a position in life that you've never been at before. And so you might hit 50 and go, okay, I'm middle-aged now. I've never been here before. And what do I, like, is there something I need to learn about being 50 and how I live my life? And 60 and 70 and 80. And, and the thing is, like, so often we get to the point that maybe we feel that life is over. I've reached my peak and, and going, it's just going downhill now again. It was uphill and we got to this point, now it's downhill. But the thing is, if we keep understanding that we'll need good counsel and go, how can I live my life to the full? when I'm 60? How can I live my life till I'm full when I'm 65 or 70 or 85? Life's not over. There is still life to be lived, but you might need to get counsel on how you can live that well. What changes you need to make. We also need to get to the point where we are asking more than one person's advice. Like, we, we need to have people around us that we are able to go to. And, and what Jimmy said before, that sometimes we don't know who we need to go to. Like, there have been times at the church when I've needed, um, in my home, like I've been living in Rockhampton for a little while, but who do I go to as a mechanic? Who do I go to as a plumber? And I'm going, I can look up the phone book and just do that. Or I can talk to people that have, may have used plumbers. And, and who do you recommend? Oh, yeah, they're good. I'll go with them. You can actually, but that's in one area, but then there's other areas of your life you're going, 
do you know what? And this is really bad for us as men. I think that this is hard for us as men because we don't like to ask for advice in how we do stuff. Hey, all the dads out there, when's the last time you've asked an older dad, how do you do this? How do you, how do you be a good dad? Like, the thing is, like, at times... Everyone just assumes you know it all. There's a a book you get at the beginning that tells you every step of the way and you memorize it and you know everything. Well, okay, I'll be honest, that's not the case. Some of my children have left me scratching my head some days of the week. And that's what happened to Greg. Okay, like... um, But but the thing is, like, we, we actually need to seek out other people to help us in situations. We've just had a group of young people standing up here at the front who are talking about going forward in their Christian walk. And we, they need to learn that they need to ask for help along the way. But do you know what we need to do as more grown-up Christians, I hope? Is that we need to show them that we need to ask for help. I don't, I don't want these young people here ever to feel that, do you know what, I've hit 20, I know all I need to know, I don't even have to come to church anymore because I've all got it in my memory banks. We need to be people that are disciples of Christ who are constantly learning and, and growing together. Proverbs 11.4 says, For lack of guidance, a nation falls, but many advisors make victory sure. Many advisors make victory sure. We've got to get to the point where we are surrounding ourselves by people that we can trust, who can speak, and this is the thing, and we give permission for them to speak into our lives. That we say, I trust you, I trust your advice, I trust you when like, maybe I'll get off track, maybe in my Christian walk, maybe it's being a parent, maybe my work life, whatever it is. Maybe it's looking after my garden, I'm going, yep, everything is dead, I did something wrong, can someone give me advice on that even? But we need to surround ourselves with many advisors. The second thing we need to to learn is that not letting pride keep you from admitting what you don't know. There are some things, like this, this is not being prideful, that I know I'm really good at, and other things that sometimes I have to fake it. Sometimes I've just got to say I don't know anything of what we're talking about. Um, I and I find that that every year there is something else that I learned that I don't know. That's what I learned. I don't know anything about that or I don't know how to do that. And so we can pretend that we've got it all together all the time and living in a way where, okay, everything is all good. Or we can go, hey, be humble and say, I don't, I don't know how to do this or I can't do this by myself. I need help. And, and actually seek out that help and, 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 and just grow together that way. Proverbs 13.10 said, Pride only breeds quarrels, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. Pride only breeds quarrels. Sounds like a chat on the internet at the moment. Everyone goes on and has a chat. And, And again, this is not really part of today's message, but if you're one of those people that wants to have an argument on Facebook... I'll, I'll encourage you to stop because you are arguing with fools. It is a waste of breath. It is a waste of time. They don't take time to listen. listen. All they want to do is exactly this. They want to put all their knowledge out there and pride only breeds quarrels. That is Facebook. That is whatever social media platform you want to use. That's what happens. 
but wisdom is found in those who take advice. If you are one of those people that reads through different things or, or comments on different things, have a look how many people say, hey, I'd really like people's opinion on this. Or I don't understand what you're talking about. Can you explain it a bit more? No, everyone comes with their own agenda to discuss it. And so we need to get to a point where we are wise enough to take advice from others. And so, yeah, we need to, to let pride stop so that we can admit to what we don't know. We also need to take counsel from those who have been where you want to go. This is what I was probably hinting at before. I, I want to be a good dad. One day in the distant future, I want to be a good granddad. I want to be a good pastor. I want to be a good husband. And there are times where I don't know what I need to say or do next to see that happen. When the kids are two and four, you kind of go, yep, all I've got to do is play with them, make sure they're fed, put them to bed. And I've nailed it. I've mastered it. I'm a good parent. And then they start talking and they start having problems and then they start having behavior, which all comes from my lovely wife. So um, not nothing from me. So I'm going, how are my children behaving this way? Because I was not like this as a child. Please don't ask my parents when they hear that question uh, when they're here next. But the thing is, like, yeah, there's some days I feel like I know what I'm doing, but there are some days I'm, I'm hitting brand new ground and I'm going, I've got to get to a point. Who can I ask about that? I have been fortunate in my life. There are people that have journeyed before me in different things and I've been able to go, what did you do in that situation? How did you cope with that? Like, what am I thinking like right now? And so it's great to be able to have that, those people around you that have gone. And so if there is an area in your life where you're going, you know what, I'm not getting anywhere fast in this situation. I'm not growing with God the way I want. I'm not learning to read the Bible the way I want. I'm struggling to pray. I'm struggling, struggling to serve God. I'm struggling to, to make friends. I'm struggling in my marriage. I'm struggling in my workplace. Who are you looking to find that might be able to help you in that? And again, it's, it's part of the thing that we can have people that will like give us really good advice. You may also need to surround yourself with people that will journey with you. And that's what we're meant to be as a church. People that are journeying with God together. We hit a, we hit a, a roadblock in, in our lives and all of a sudden we can go, Do you know what? I've got people around me who I know will support me, who will love me and care for me and help me through that. So we all need help along the way. I have been, I've really noticed it this year where the church has loved me and my family and I have felt blessed, I have felt supported. And they have been at difficult times we've gone through, like when we went through COVID ourselves as a family, like we were excessively blessed. Like, and I went, and, and, and the thing is to hear other people in the church going through similar things, going, people dropping off stuff and, and doing that. I went, that's what we want as a church. But that was a very particular sort of isolated incident. There'll be other times that, hey, to be that listening ear for people, to giving the advice that, that may help. And, but a lot of times it begins with us being open to that advice coming our way. Sometimes we need to actually go up to someone. I, I remember, the first person who was a mentor in my life. 
I actually went and said, would you be willing to do that? Would you be willing to, to mentor me? And, 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 and like I actually traveled to go see him to ask him that question. Didn't ask him over the phone. I traveled about an hour and, and I sat down in his house and I asked him that question. Now, him and his family were a big part of my life for, for many, many years from that point on. And there are still lessons that are evident in my life today because of him and his family. And so, again, it becomes a great opportunity. If you ask those people that are to, to speak into your life, it can grow or deepen a relationship that you may already have. It may begin one that you won't know where it ends. And so I encourage you, and we've got, we're going to start at the top. We've got our, our, our owls, our, our grade feather owls. I'm going, find people that can speak into your life, that will give you advice. I, don't, I, have not, I haven't got there yet, but I know this to be true. You don't know everything, okay? And, I, and, and so if your wife says she knows everything and you don't, okay, husbands... Don't say this out loud, but say, I remember Pastor Keith said, my wife doesn't know everything either. Like, don't say it out loud because we both might be attending a funeral. Okay, so we don't want that to happen. But the thing is, you, you don't know it all. And there'll be people around you that will be able to speak into your life. Maybe you're not at that point in life. Maybe you've, you've got older kids and, and you are sort of at a different stage of life. Again, Find people that can speak into your life to correct your path where necessary. You don't have to do it alone. Maybe you're at a point in life where family life is crazy busy because those little people that have invaded your house won't stop. They'll get up before you in the morning and they don't seem to want to stay in bed at night and they, they just keep saying, Mummy, Daddy, all day long and they just won't stop. Hey, there's definitely people that can speak into your life. Maybe you're a little bit younger and, and things like marriage and dating is ahead of you. You're not there yet. Again, there is advice to be learnt in those situations. To how, and and that we're talking this morning, how can we be fully devoted? Well, the thing is, we can be fully devoted at, at different stages of our life and we've got to keep aligning our lives and how can I do that at this stage of my life? And for those who may still be in primary school, who put, put your hand up if you're primary school or below okay so we've got a few here even you can learn to ask for advice i know it's very hard as a child because again you think you know everything but sometimes we need to ask for help we need to ask for input so we can grow with god better proverbs fifteen twenty two: plans fail for lack of counsel but with many advisors they succeed. Let's just take some time to pray. Lord, I just thank you today that um, we are not on this journey of life alone. First and foremost, you are with us. You said that you will never leave us or forsake us, but you've also placed us inside the church. Whichever church that we are part of, God, you call us to be a part of, not just so that we can contribute, but so that we can be blessed by the relationships we have there. And I pray that we would not let pride stop us from asking for help, that pride would prevent us from listening to advice around us. I, I pray that we, our pride would not make us feel that we know everything already, but that you would allow us to be humble and to seek guidance 
from you and for those you've placed in our lives. I pray that we would be willing to open ourselves up and give permission to people in our lives to speak into it. I pray that you would surround us with people that would help us journey with you in fullness. People that would cheer us on, encourage us, challenge us, and even at times push us on with you. That we'd have people that would push us on to grow with you. People that would push us on to, to learn from you. People that would push us on when we are getting off track with you. People that would push us on that so that we can serve you and to use our gifts for you no matter what stage of life that we are on. Lord, help us to have people in our life that will help us along the way. And we pray this in your name.